0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Paddock Chat, a West Midlands Group original podcast created to keep local growers in the loop without having to leave the paddock. I'm your host, Kira Holly, and I am the West Midlands Group's communications officer. On a recent episode of Paddock Chat, the West Midlands Group's Nathan Craig caught up with Deep Herd's Paul Finlater to chat about the wind erosion in our region and its impact on our soils. Nathan also took the opportunity to pick Paul's brain about a few of our 2020 trial sites that are in the Darrigan region. Paul went out to have a look at what we'd been doing in the area. They discussed those trials and their performance in a bit more detail in this conversation that we'll be sharing today. They also discussed a few of the interesting things that Paul noted in roadside paddocks that growers have been doing this year. So today we'll be sharing that part of their conversation. If you haven't listened to the original episode featuring Paul, I would recommend you listen to that too, as he shares some really great insight into the causes of wind erosion and and how we can reduce the impact it has on our soils and crops. That episode is called Wind Erosion, Strategies to Save Your Soils This Summer. So listen to that one and then come back and listen to this bonus episode. So without further ado, here is that conversation. This conversation was recorded in early November
1: 2020. So Paul, today we've, while you've been down, we've uh, spent a bit of time driving around looking at some trial sites, focusing directly and indirectly on trying to deal with wind erosion. Just some of your thoughts of, of, kind of what we've seen today, we've, we've been up to our chickpea side and uh, looking at those growing on some sand, which potentially could uh, cause some wind erosion issues uh, in the future uh, we've also looked at some long season weed up there what were your thoughts around what we saw there
2: the first thing that struck me was growing the chickpeas into the old cereal stubble even at this time of the year so it's more than over a year old now there's still about 50 percent of the ground still covered with sufficient stubble to control erosion you've got a practice there that Seems sustainable and will reduce the erosion, but it also shows you how robust cereal stubble is. If you maintain it and and treat it right, you'll have enough to control erosion. The long-season wheat, not quite connected to the wind erosion story, but it impressed me that it had used all the water in the profile, so you're getting the maximum growth out of it. And on the wind erosion side, if you're getting that extra biomass and extra growth, that's what I mentioned before, practices that increase production and that deeper recommends because by increasing your biomass, you're going to have sufficient stubble to control erosion in the following year. So even if you had a poorer year, uh, and this year was pretty poor, you'd have enough biomass the following year to control erosion. So on those two fronts, yeah, they're the sort of messages that you take home from that. Other than the agronomic ones of the options for chickpeas in the system down
1: here, and uh, we also called past and had a look at some sorghum that has been sown on on some spring amelioration, some spading. Yeah, that was that was a little bit touch and go at the moment.
2: I, I think we discussed it at the time we probably and you, you yourself would probably agree you probably wouldn't recommend it at that time of the year earlier if you can uh, either have a fallow spray it out earlier as you were thinking of and you got some moisture to let it come up and also you probably would want more um you would more ground cover there That. The spading's obviously not leaving you if if you're uh, growing um sorghum at this time of the year. Uh that site has clearly had erosion already and down here you apparently you get more likely to get rain in September than not and probably copped a couple of bad years where you haven't got the rain that you expected. So it's all about risk minimization and you've got to view it in the context of the environment in which you'll Living in, and if you're likely not to get some summer rain, then uh, don't do it so late in the season. Probably put it at the end of your seeding program, rather than at say at the end of your or beginning of your harvest program.
1: And that kind of leads nicely into the last site we went and had a look at, which was the uh, the winter amelioration and pasture mix site that we we have out at near Caddaby, which is on one of our other podcast episodes yeah just some initial thoughts there that you've had
2: well i, I thought the uh, contrast there was quite stark between the fodder cereals i guess you'd call them and the volunteer pastures clearly you can ameliorate your pasture paddocks and get substantial growth and wouldn't even go near having a, a wind erosion problem if you followed that practice and I, from what i understand the trial was putting quite late a bit later than what you're expecting and it wasn't grazed managed in the way that you would have liked so there's great promise there and i think there's a real option and again any practice that increases production and increases biomass and allows you to continue farming in a sustainable way has
1: got to be good and so i guess the final question which is the question we always ask uh, at the end of the podcast is what keeps you interested in agriculture
2: well, um, I've been working on, uh, in, in agriculture now for probably since 1985, but I've, I've had a, a background in environmental science and I've always been interested in environmental science. And the lead into to uh, agriculture was in wind erosion and I've had a strong interest in wind erosion. Uh, all things to do with wind. I used to sail quite a lot and I'm interested in aerodynamics and that's sort of the field that for part of my career I've worked in but in agriculture there's always something changing there's always new things on the horizon and the science part of the work that I've I've been doing has been changing and more recently you know new things are coming up like we're looking at uh, revising our economics or re-looking at the economics of wind erosion Uh, Some of the earlier work we did in the early 90s is obviously probably a bit dated, so we're going to uh, review that. The other side of the coin is um, we've got a good understanding of the general physics of wind erosion, the finer details of that. Probably there's always work to be done, but uh, more recently we've moved into an area to sort of look more heavily at uh, remote sensing To be able to provide farmers with a tool to be able to monitor their own ground cover and when they're at an erosion risk, and they can use these technologies for other things. We've got some tools at the moment that we have used over the years, but uh, again, they can still be refined. So there's always something interesting going on. And in the end, uh, I think agriculture... Everyone eats eats food and uh, it's probably one of Australia's most important products and keeps us all alive, fundamental to our existence.
0: Thanks to Paul for joining us. His contact information can be found in today's show notes if you would like to get in touch. This is the final episode of Paddock Chat for 2020. Thank you for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast and the team here at the West Midlands Group is very excited to continue creating episodes into next year. If you would like us to talk about a topic or expert or an ag innovator that you're interested in, please get in touch. There's a link in the show notes for feedback or you can get in touch with us via our website. That's www.wmgroup.org.au. And if you have enjoyed listening to our podcast this year you can help us out and you can help other people find us by subscribing rating or reviewing if you listen on itunes if you listen on spotify just follow the podcast and tell your mates that's how most people find us so if you like what you're hearing please just share it and as always thank you to our sponsors and members and the farming community we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you see you next time for some more paddock chat local knowledge from a paddock near you